Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Come on, Bobby. Welcome back. Hope you had a good weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, let's go around the room. Let's do a little get to know. If you could switch lives with any one person alive today for 24 hours, that's it. Who would it be? And you got to pick somebody. Don't do the, I just feel comfortable who I am. No, let's have fun with this. If you could switch lives with any one person for a day right now, who would it be? Let me know when you have your answer. I'm in. I'm okay. In. Eddie, go ahead. Travis Kelsey. Who? Travis Kelsey. Oh, Took mine. Man. That's a good one. Gosh. Just, and really, don't get it twisted. I just want to see if it's real or not. But this just got gross because I want to be Taylor Swift. Oh! Amy, what's up? Oh. Hey, 24 hours, Amy. Well, pick a different 24 hours. <laughs> wow! Okay, what okay, if okay. That, that did happen? And, and you're, like, great. you're doing that, and all of a sudden you're like, mm, you morph into his body. Uh. And then you walk up to Taylor, and you see her like blink her eyes three times. And Taylor, you okay? Uh, to me, Amy. It's oh, Amy. my God. It's me, Eddie. Oh, she no. says, I've got my boat. Amy? <laughs> is that you? Yeah. Well, well, I was, okay. well, you guys have those reasons. Okay. I was going to pick Patrick Mahomes, oh, but wow. it had nothing to do with oh, that's cool. what you guys were doing. I just want. No, no. Mine wasn't to be with Travis. I, I just wanted a, life, a day in the life of Taylor. Sounds like it's be with Eddie. No. <laughs> that's the real reason, Amy. Okay. Well, I just want to play quarterback at an <laughs> elite level. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to do both. Whenever I hear you, <laughs> so I'm gonna go Mahomes, <laughs> Travis Kelsey for okay, Amy Swift, Lunchbox. Man, that's tough. I guess this is, it sounds creepy if I say it though. What? Patrick's wife, Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> what? That <laughs> would sound creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Lunchbox. For a couple reasons. Go. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I, I guess I would go Justin Verlander because he's married to Kate Upton. Who? So you'd want to be. A pitcher. Right. He plays for the Astros. He's a you pitcher. You want to be a pitcher just so you could... I mean, he's had a crush on Kate Upton for a long time. He has. He has. Yeah, but he also pitches in, you know, big games. Like, that's amazing. Okay, these two guys chose they men did. They based, chose on men based on the women. Whoa. But you guys did, really. That's, I ha- that's odd. I happen to choose a woman based on, like, 
Taylor's After you life. heard Eddie say it, you said... No, no. <laughs> Eddie said it first, then you said Taylor. You two picked a, a dude so you could be with their girl. No, 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 man. I just want to know That's what's real. Cool. I want to know you this whole Taylor's real. You both picked a dude so you could be with a girl. They're weird. That's yeah, a weird group of Y'all are weird. And what did you pick, Bones, again? Patrick Mahomes. I want to play quarterback. Mm -hmm, you like then you got to put up with his annoying wife. That would be terrible. 24 hours. I'm on the road. Oh, that's a good point. She's there with you. Ah, screaming. Is she annoying? No. Oh, wow. I don't feel like she's annoying. Have you ever seen her on oh, social yeah. media? There's a lot of videos out there. I don't watch her on social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her in that one show on the Netflix. Mm -hmm. She seemed fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked Lunchbox she's didn't nice. want to be like Johnny Bananas or something. But yeah. he doesn't. And then I'll make it with myself. Or, or, uh, CJ or what's his oh, name? Oh, CT. Now, CT. that'd be great to have a date, but I would only get on the challenge. I'd be the first person eliminated. I'd only get to stay a day. I wouldn't get to do the whole season, so okay. it's not worth pick it. The, pick the episode where you win. Morgan, who would you switch places with? Uh, probably Reese Witherspoon because I want to be an actress. Good one. And it'd be really cool to be in a movie for a day. That's fun. Ray, what, what about you? Yeah, give me Biden. President Biden. Just to be Biden? Yeah, just see what the president does, ask some secrets, and I'm out. You want to get the alien secrets and then, then get out? I'll oh, get those too. Oh, let me know. Bad. Let me know, bro. I need that stuff too. That's a good one. That's why I want to be Travis. See if it's real. I mean, uh, yeah. You guys are creeps. No, man. I just want to see if the whole thing's real or yeah, fake. Yeah, okay. Now I'll come back to Earth. All right. Uh, we're here. <laughs> Did we sound creepy? Jeff Bezos would be cool. No, wouldn't he? No, because you'd love that life. But and he's then... worth $152 billion. Yeah, but. And I'd probably take some of that money and funnel over to my accounts. Live the real me. Uh... Nah, now you're talking. See, can we do stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm a bridesmaid in a friend's destination wedding. All in all, I'll be spending nearly $2,000 to be in this wedding, which has been quite the financial strain. I did not expect it to cost this much, but I told her I'd be there, so it is what it is. I'm just happy to be part of her day. My question for you in the studio is, Given all I'm having to spend for this, do I still have to get them a wedding gift? They've been together five years. They already own a home. They have all the house things. They both make good money. It's not like they're really needing gifts. I understand it's customary to give a gift, but would it be bad if I didn't? Sincerely, broke bridesmaid. Mm. Listen, you're already on the hook for two grand. What's another 50 bucks? Right. That's oh, what I was really? thinking. Yeah, if you're I'm already going in. Cool. It, throw it on there. Just throw it on. I agree. Isn't, yeah, yeah. isn't being that the it gift? Is. It is, but you still should get it. Even if it's a toaster cheap yeah. toaster. it's just about the thought of getting someone a gift i agree you're spending a whole lot of money here and that's unfair sometimes i gotta go spend money to go to this, a lot of money to go yeah. to this wedding two thousand dollars i know because it's the hotels and flights that being said i think you should still get her a gift it doesn't have to be a crazy good gift it's literally just thought yeah the silverware goes by so quick on those registries or whatever yeah like, the cheap stuff goes quick, so quick. Okay. you don't have to get something in the yeah, registry get something else that's thoughtful like maybe I don't know. Can you like a clock? Draw. Oh, that's good. I remember about Amy a clock for her registry. She never even took it out of a closet. I did too. Right. It was out in my. Who, who got months. in the divorce? Okay. Where's the clock? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Where's the clock in the Amy. divorce? What? This is not Amy, a answer thing. it. Did you give it to him? This is Does not he have my clock? a thing. Uh, why are we bringing up the clock? Does he have my clock? This is from like 17 years ago. Does he have my We've clock? We've already gone over this. Who has the clock? I don't know. Who won custody of the clock? Because I know you guys took it to the judge. With the multiple moves, I don't know where the clock so is. So you threw the clock away. The I clock. don't know. Wow, the clock didn't even make it to the divorce, dude. I don't know. Oh. Wow. And that's why they don't need a gift. That's exactly why you don't need a gift. I spent a pretty penny on this clock. Nothing this told time like this clock did. <laughs> it's a nice clock. Ooh. It stayed in the closet for it months. Did, it didn't stay in the closet. Mm. No, no, Never no. even came out of the box. It was in North Carolina. For sure, I know I had it there. <laughs> You're now trying to remember where you had it. Maybe it got <laughs> stolen with a ring in North Carolina. 
Yeah, our house did get I'm burglarized. So I'm so hurt by this. <laughs> they took the clock. <laughs> oh. That's all they took. She set up a fake burglary so the clock gets stolen. Okay, I want to say this. Broke bridesmaid, I'm so that stinks. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on it, but get him my little gift. Yeah. <sighs> because it's just customary. You're right. It's unfortunate, but yes. And you know what? If you don't get him a gift, I don't think they're going to be like, I can't believe Broke Bridesmaid didn't get us a gift. <laughs> like, if you really can't afford it, don't worry about it. But mine's always been, if I'm already in for whatever, what's another five bucks? Oh, more than five, probably. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you're already in for two grand. What's another 50 bucks? Because <clears throat> you're going to have to pay it all back anyway. And you're, they, not, you're not going to pay it back for a long time, let's be honest. Yeah. I think her question specifically was... Am I obligated? And so to that, no, but you should. Correct. <laughs> I agree. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We had an email a minute ago from a listener. They're going on a destination wedding, which means they got to pay for it. The travel, the hotel. Ugh. So like, do I still need to get them a gift? And we said, if you can afford it, yes, but not a crazy gift. Just customary to get someone a gift. Now, we talked about the registry. And if you don't go to that wedding registry early, I mean, it's like it's like if you go to Six Flags and you want to get on the Texas Giant, you got to get the gate early. Yeah. And as soon as they open the gate, you got to run to the Texas Giant or you're going to be in a line forever or you're not going to get on it. Same thing with the cheap gifts on a wedding registry. You, As soon as they put up, you got to be there and you got to start buying the forks. Yeah, get those towels real quick. Immediately or you're going to get stuck with a clock and then the person's <laughs> never going to use the clock like Amy. Right. That being said, listen to this story and you tell me what you think about it. So about a month or so before their big day, these two people getting married, they got a speeding ticket. The cost was $231. They put it on their wedding registry. Would you pay for my speeding ticket? <laughs> Hilarious. <funny>. Yeah. <laughs> wedding yes. in 26 days. Timing couldn't be better, she wrote. And that is what they put on their registry. If you don't mind paying this ticket, that would be great. The viral video, which has 367,000 views, says, please help. <laughs> if you want to get us anything, get us this. That's from the New York Post. What do you think about that? It's funny. Funny, right? That's yeah, really and, and one per normally when it's stuff like that, like if people are wanting you to pay for part of their honeymoon, or if you're, it's a baby shower and they want you to help with the night nurse, you can make a donation. You don't have to pay the whole two thirty. You can be like, oh, I'm going to throw twenty bucks at that. It's funny. The only issue I have with putting money towards something like a honeymoon, because I don't have really an issue fundamentally with it, but it's like if I'm going to put something toward it, but I'm not buying the whole thing, I'm not going to get the credit for it. That's true. Oh. It's just like you're It's like you're one pole. of 17 people who paid But you're still one bucks. of 17 yeah, 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 who made yeah. it happen. You still get the credit, though. I don't think yeah. you do. So, like, if you have a whole... If the whole thing is silverware and you just get some of the spoons, are you going to be like... I don't do that because I want the credit. So you want I, the forks, the knives. Yeah, like, no, you buy I a whole silverware. clock. What I, yeah, I bought a whole clock. I didn't buy some of the numbers, Amy. I got you a clock. <laughs> so, yeah. one of my buddies was doing it, and he was going on a honeymoon. He's like, okay, you can pay for the... Some of the chip in for the hotel. You can buy the cat. So I bought two cab, two Uber rides. But I bought those freaking Uber rides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that all goes like, in the honeymoon fund. It doesn't though. matter when it comes to who paid for the full thing. I need that credit. <laughs> but they see who contributed. Yes. They see that you were a part of it. I'm not saying I'm rational. I just need the credit. I don't want to be a part owner of a gift. I want to be a full owner of a gift, even if the gift is smaller. Do you remember everyone that got you a gift at your wedding? Yeah. And you remember the gift? <laughs> No, you don't. There's no way you remember the gift. Throw somebody's name at me. Lunchbox. Hello Kitty Pepper Grinder. That's actually right. Boom. <laughs> no, he didn't. Eddie, uh, yeah, a juicer. You know, you know mine. Amy. Clock. The one I gave her, she gave it back to me. You don't know. You don't know. Uh-oh. I don't know anybody's. I, Lunchbox you did just not, said you knew everybody's. Did, do you think Lunchbox got me a Hello Kitty Pepper Grinder? <laughs> 
I was thinking that was a little odd, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but almost like okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> right, I was like, okay, it's an inside joke. People always love to tell people that they're Dutch uh, oven. I got you a Dutch oven. Gross. That's What are you doing in their bed? No, it's the thing you mix <laughs> is, hold on, pot roast hold on, in or something. Hold on, Buzz. What is it when you fart? Under that the covers and you hold called. the cover over. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's like you fart on the covers, you put the cover over their head, and you lock uh, them in. Yeah. And then that was just one of the gifts for one of the showers. I got you this milk frother. Okay, but you're getting me things that, that I'm never going to use, so how would I remember it was, that? I would never use your it. Registry. That's yeah. all registered. I got a question. What is a Dutch oven? Like, what do you actually use You're it in for? the bed. No, no. <laughs> so you've had some no, tacos. No. I just uh, said, uh, I don't know. I think like a pot roast or something. You, It's like a big pot. It's The metal's real thick. It's I feel like, like Bobby's uh, even talked about it before. Cast was, iron or something. I didn't know it was called a Dutch oven. I'd have giggled. I'll be honest with you <laughs> if we've used it. But no. Anyway, I just. It's but fine. you know what? You didn't chip in with someone to give me that Dutch oven. You got it yourself. I did. That's right. Yeah. Dang it. Okay, well, we all feel like. That's not trashy. It's just funny. The ticket, right? That's I love funny, it. Okay, yeah. Wanna, everybody loves to tell people their weddings are trashy. Everybody loves to have opinions on, oh, that's just not classy at all. But I think it's pretty funny. All right. Thank you, guys. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Three years ago, Dwayne Rhodes had a restaurant in Mexico, and it was a great restaurant. But the pandemic hit. He lost the restaurant, lost everything. So he decided to come to America. He's like, I'm going to go to Denver. I grew up there. And he gets his passport done. Him and his six-year-old son, they get their stuff done. But his wife, there's a problem with a passport. So they have to leave her behind. They come to Denver. No money, nothing. They end up just living on the streets. What? Really? Yeah, they have nothing. So they had to turn to the Denver Police Department because they had the Denver Police Department had seen them. They came up to him, and there's an outreach program that the police department has, and they got him hooked up with a motel, money, and just living expenses for a few weeks, but then finally just learned his story, helped him out, and as of last last month, he's got a house, he's a chef at a restaurant in Denver. So he's using his skills now. Yeah, man. He's picked his That's life back awesome. up. His wife is still in Mexico. They're still trying to get her over here, but for now, him and his son. Well, if you watch the news, it's easy to smuggle anybody across the border. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Can they not get her over? Apparently, everybody's just coming all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he wants to do it the right way. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's a good story. And I did, that. that's cool the outreach program worked in that, of course, they can't take care of you forever. But hopefully they can give you enough of a foundation that you can build another small foundation to build another. And then next thing you know, hopefully you can pay rent and then a mortgage. That's a great story. Exactly. It reminded me of that movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but you know that movie I'm talking about. Will Smith? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men in Black. And they had the... <laughs> No, oh, no, movie. no, no, no. <laughs> I know how it was. What was that one called? Pursuit of Happiness. That was real good. God, that one, that one hit me in the heart. Me man. too. That was, that was yeah. one scene, especially where I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, Eddie, that's a good story. Thank that you. is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to Five Hundred Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. 
Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe. These are the top five rejected segments over the last 30 days. Segments that we didn't do. Bonus. And you'll know who this is, but we're going to play Can You Guess Who Submitted the Segment. This one's easy. I learned a new way to connect with my cat on a deeper level. Oh, that's Amy. Amy. Yeah. So that's reje- this is the bonus one. Rejected segments. Amy, do you want to tell us that one? Well, I mean, I think we're all looking for ways to bond with our pets. And it's just if you wet a toothbrush and... Huh? Oh my! This is, is if this you my... wet a toothbrush. Yeah, it like mimics, <laughs> and you it. brush them with it. With it's like tooth... they're licking. Yeah, remember I did buy a thing where you put it in your mouth and you kind of like. Are you, do you just need companionship? Yeah. yeah no, man. but I do. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard. Love about my that. cat. I mean, right now my cat is mm-hmm. pretty All much. You so you're wetting high, a toothbrush and is it your is it your toothbrush from everyday life? No. I bet it no, is. you get a specific one, yeah, but it's your, a way. Yeah, yours. She likes it. Mm-hmm. Well, what? see, that's a sad one. That's a rejected segment. Now let's do it. Here we go. Rejected segments. Oh. All right, here we go. Who suggested tipping is out of control? I tipped $10 when buying a merch sweatshirt from an artist. Lunchbox. Do you think he'd buy a merch sweatshirt? Sh- yeah, that, God, yeah, that, that threw me yeah, off. It was no. the tipping thing, but yeah, I guess not. He wouldn't buy merch. Never. That's Morgan. A, it's uh, Thomas Rhett merch. Ooh, his merch is good. Who went to that show? Abby I, did. Yeah. Abby. Abby, so rejected segment. Hey, Abby, Thomas Rhett, 
Yes. It has good merch. You bought a it shirt, does. but then they told you to tip. Yeah, I got a sweatshirt and I gave him my card. And then the guy flipped around the, you know, card reader and it had like three options. Well, it had 18%, 20 and 25%. But you can click no tip on a shirt. It said there was only custom. Yeah, zero. Zero dollars. I know, but I felt bad because he's watching. It is And weird. I was like, I feel cheap, like being like custom, one dollar yeah. or something. I-, I tipped the guy from my George Strait jacket at the merch. What in the oh, world? Right? What? It's they did awkward. nothing. It is awkward. So it was like, I did the 18% and it was $10. And I was like, what? That's he literally crazy. just handed me oh a sweatshirt. <laughs> That's crazy. But the tip yeah. goes to the people working, not to who cares? But yeah, but they, what are they doing? Who they knows get- where it goes? They get paid per All the I know hour. is that later that night, Tom Drake called me and goes, I got it for 10 bucks tonight. It was awesome. You want to do something? Yeah. You guys want to go to arcade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next one. Here we go. Number four. Can you return mold-covered fruit? Ooh. Yeah. That's the question. That's the bit someone suggested. If, if it's if it's molded, if mold is on there within the first 24 hours of it being your fridge, yes. But what if it's just old? Oh, no. Who do you think suggested this? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah, I bought some peaches, man. When'd you buy them? Uh, it was like a Monday. And Thursday evening, my kids were like, oh, can we eat the peaches? And I grab them, and they are covered mm. in mold. And I'm like, no, nah, this is unacceptable. I am going to take them back to the store. Did you not look at them when you bought them? Did you buy them all together? Yeah, yeah. I looked at them. They looked good. So they molded the wall at your house? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they That's molded. Normal. No, That's- not that quick. Okay. It's it, a, did it's, you take them back to the store? I took them back to the store, man. Okay, here we go. Hi, question for you. So I bought some peaches on Monday or Tuesday last week, and two days later I go to eat them, and there was mold growing on them, and I haven't been able to come in until today, so I didn't know if there's anything I can do or if there's... Did you pay with debit or credit? Credit. Do you know the last four of that card number? I do. All right, I can do something there. I just didn't know the rules. And maybe it's my fault for storing them wrong, but I, it was like two days and it was like mold, and I was like, no! You know, and. You want a receipt, darling? No, I'm good. All right, I'll take it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yes. He's very dramatic. She doesn't care about all the. Oh, yeah, she doesn't need the story. Awkwardly hey, talking. Got the mold taken away. Got so, that money back. What'd you return? How many? Uh, there was five peaches. What's a peach cost? Yeah, I mean, a single peach. I don't know. It was like $7 for peaches. After it was all done, wow. yeah. seven bucks back. You didn't want to get new peaches? Switch them out for new peaches? Uh, I, I did go get new peaches. Uh, it's just they couldn't do a straight exchange because they weigh different. And so you had to get the money back and then go buy buy more. And when I got home, my wife was like, you bought peaches with mold on them. But we just cut it off and ate them. Wait, so the peaches you then bought had mold on them too? Yeah. Oh, my God. You didn't look? I mean, I, I looked at the problem. I, Okay. Probably the first round that he bought. Okay. Uh, so, yes, if you get mold on your fruit, take it back. They'll give you your money back. Okay. That's what we find here. Save you money. Next up. Number three. Rejected segment. Incriminate your co-hosts. Uh, Eddie. How about we play a hidden mic challenge game? Everybody has a month to secretly record another member of the show. At the end of the month, we all bring our audio and play it back. The winner of the game is the person who comes in with the juiciest and most incriminating secret audio. Okay, that's Mike. That's, Mike that's the most creative. That's I mean, very smart. No Mike. So wrong. Very smart. <laughs> That's true. And we already also kind of played this game, but not officially. Oh, you guys are always recording each other, trying to yeah, get yeah. stuff over on each other. But I thought that was funny. And I thought someone might end up going to jail. That was always in bad. Oh, who's going to Who knows? What in the world you, you guys never know? If you're trying to lure the people into stuff. Never know. True. All right. Here is number two. Number two. The listeners always get to ask questions. So to switch it up, show members all get to ask one question. So back in the day, this person basically just wants food to be brought back. 
Because artists used to bring food in with them? Yeah, it's weird how they don't bring it anymore. Oh, so now it's Lunchbox. <laughs> it isn't Lunchbox. It's not? It's Ray. It's Ray. Ray, yeah! so what inspired this? Just randomly thinking, man, I used to remember the excitement of an artist coming in. They're going to bring us coffee, donuts, cookies, treats. That hasn't happened in years. COVID. Why did it go away? That's COVID, a good right? point. Oh, COVID, like I'm breakfast, sure. But breakfast, they could go stop get some eggs, bagels, whatever. They'd pay your rent. Yeah. I mean, bagel I mean, sandwiches would be amazing. Dude, they used to bring everything. Randy Hauser pumped up my tire on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they used to do. We, yeah. Cakes. You just can't ask people to bring food. Like, come in, but... But when Scuba books them, be like, hey, we don't hate gifts. We don't <laughs> hate breakfast. <laughs> that's that's that. All right, let's go <laughs> number one. Here we go. Number one. It's called Guinea Pig Week. So we spin the wheel. Whomever it lands on, we test out different medical products all week long from the gas station. Mm-hmm. So each oh. day, the person has to take a product or a pill that we get from the gas station no. and see if it really works. We do it at the start of the show, and then by the end of the show, we monitor to see how their body reacts. What? Uh-huh. Like a like a like some of those... Like a bumblebee pill? Yes. Yeah. No, Mike D, we're not doing that. No, yeah, Mike, Mike D. Oh yeah, God. for sure it's Mike D. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. All right, so we're not doing that one? That would be no. Oh, the love pills? Not doing that. No, 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 no. Yeah, what even is that? I don't know. They do different things. <laughs> the love pill? Yeah. Oh, they have like little like... Up, up by the counter. Yeah. I've never, s- I didn't know they were called love pills. I've seen s- the like vitamins. Yeah, <laughs> they say like name. enhance your love. Stuff oh. like that. Or enhance your love. Whatever. Tools. <laughs> Tools. <laughs> that was rejected segments. The top 10 scariest horror characters. They went to chat GPT, which is AI, and they're like, what's the scariest? So what are the 10? We're going to play the Bobby Feud. The 10 scariest horror characters. Eddie, we rolled the dice your first. Now, if you win, you win $20 cash if you pick behind the door. I like it. Yeah. Come on. All right, here we go. Eddie, who's up first? Uh, let's go with Freddy. Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street? That's right. Is that the right movie? That's it. Okay, show me Freddy. That is the number three answer. Have yourself three points. Bones, I believe number two would be Jason from Friday the 13th. Does Jason have a last name? I don't think so. Voorhees. Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Uh, wow. Jason's not on there? Mm-mm, one down. Amy, over wow, to you. Wow, wow, Okay, I don't know. Is there like a Michael from something? One of those? Michael Scott. No, no. It's just Michael. Michael. Oh, the angel. Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah. The angel. Michael. John Travolta? Is there not a Michael? I thought there was. I thought was you can't a... just say the name Michael and not know what his last name or a movie is from. Oh, I didn't know he had a last name. I just okay, know it's Michael. Okay, what movie is he from? What, which ones have we said? No. Did we say uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Xer. Friday the 13th? Xer. <laughs> Lunchbox, over to you. The clown from It. Oh. Does that have a name? Well, if he can get it, like if anybody would have got a movie. I mean, oh, if I would have said So you're going to say, yeah, yeah, you're trying to get the. Yeah, the clown from it. The clown from it. Well, accept it, go. Pennywise. From Pennywise. It. Lunchbox, that's worth two points for you. Yeah, his name's Michael Myers. Are you guessing that one? Yep. Michael Myers. Michael Myers from Halloween. That's good. Uh, I have Mike Myers. It. It's the number one. That's Boston Powers. <laughs> Mike. One point. All right. Mike Myers. Lunchbox, there are still seven answers on the board. The scariest horror characters, according to AI. Saw. Do you know the person's name? No, I don't. I just know it's Saw, and there's a voice that says, you must do this. I don't know if you... Mr. Saw from Saw. 
Oh, it's Jigsaw from Saw. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't care. Okay. That's great. What number was that, Tim? That's number five. Okay. Um. Well, don't be scared of this guy because he is scary. Chucky! Oh, that's so good. From Child's Play. What? Yeah, Child's what Play. What is Child's so Play? So he doesn't have movies. to say the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying Problem Child, like that, that one movie. What is it called? Chucky. You say Chucky. I'll accept Chucky from Child's Play. Yeah. Number seven. That's good, man. Now we're getting, we're getting in trouble. Oh, man. Top ten scariest horror characters. God, I don't know his name, though. Uh... Uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Jack Nicholson in The Shining. All right, round two points are doubled. We do three rounds total. Lunchbox has 15 points and is in the lead after the first round. Eddie. I'm running out of options here, but I'm give me Hannibal Lecter. Oh, That's a good it. one. Show me Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. That's your number nine answer. Yeah! Have yourself 18 points. That's stupid. huge. That is so stupid. Okay, I, I don't know if this counts because it's so different, but give me Jaws. I the had shark. that. Oh, that's interesting because that was considered kind of a horror movie. Yeah. Right? I had that. Show me the shark. Thing. Oh, <laughs> All I had left on my paper was Hannibal Lecter. What about Haley Joel Osmond? I see dead people. The kid. <laughs> Now, the kid wasn't that scary. I know, but... He just saw dead people. Lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, man. You got double points here if you can nail one. Got it. Go ahead. Man, you watch that Scream movie. Scream is scary. Because it's you don't know who it is. It's the person in the Scream mask. <laughs> so, oh. not Courtney Cox. I mean, I don't know. Who, I, I don't... The, 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 the Scream person is different every time. Okay. Give me the person in the mask from Scream. Yeah! What? Yeah! That's, How do you get that? That's the number six answer. Give Lunchbox 12 points. Yeah! That's so dumb. Woo! Lunchbox takes the lead. Uh, give me Blair Witch. Blair! Oh. Just Blair. Uh. All right. Points are tripled. Eddie, you got to get it here. You got to... Let's walk through some of these. Number one was Michael Myers. Number two was Pennywise from It. Number three was Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Four is still open. Five was Jigsaw from Saw. Six, Ghostface from Scream. Seven, Chucky from Child's Play. Nine, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. You can get four, eight, and ten. Okay. I think this is going to be number eight. Give me... There's a four, too. Yeah, I, I, this is better. Candyman. Dang it! Why does Eddie keep... It's like, it's like I think it, I write it down, and then he that's says good. it. Well, you should have said it earlier. I know. I didn't think it then. Dang it. That's Dang so it. Good. Show me the man with the candy. Oh. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, that's all I had. That's, that's all I crazy. had, too. Amy? Um, the Crow. Brandon Lee? Sure. Lunchbox? Oh, um... Well, you don't really need anything. But I'd like to get it, man. All I'm going to play is game, you know? He won. Yeah, I'd like, I like to play. Um, what else is scary? Um, let's go with... 
The one, uh, uh, the ring. I don't know the damn person's name. Make it up. I don't know. No. Ringy. The ring. Show me a ringy. <laughs> Number four was Leatherface from the Texas, oh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number eight was The Exorcist, Reagan McNeil. The girl. Oh. There he is. There you go. And number I thought it was Pulcher Guys. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch scary movies. <laughs> You're way off, man. I don't know, dude. And then number 10 is Annabelle from the Annabelle series. Is that a Hannibal Lecter spinoff? Annabelle? Nah, no, nothing. They're here. Who gives a crap? <laughs> okay. Our winner with 27 points. Uh, Play a song. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you to No Teeth Keith for making us watch scary movies when we were kids. Not going there. There are three doors. Oh, my goodness. We're back to this. Last time it was $100 and I missed 20. it. Got 20 I don't bucks. care. I'll take the 20 You sure will. Now, I'll open a door, for example. This is what it sounds like when I open the door. And then we look back there. And if it's something that is not a good prize, you'll hear this. But if it's something that's a great prize, you'll hear this. Lunchbox, you have three doors, door number one, door number two, and door number three. Which door do you want to not open? Two. Okay. Let us go to door number two. I'm turning it and opening it. Oh. That was a massage from Eddie. Oh, thank goodness I didn't oh, get that crap. Out. I'm really good at massages. Oh, man. I had oil and everything. I knew he wasn't going back-to-back by soccer number. I and knew lotions. It. Lunchbox. Yeah. So, number one or number three? All right. You want the door I want? What's the door you want? Oh, man. Give me three. Are you three. sure? Three. Are you sure? Yeah, sure. Sure, for $20. Which one was your soccer number? Two. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going back-to-back that. He knew that already. So, we're going number what three. I'm I'm going to, if you want to go to number one, you don't have to. If you want to go to number one and it is number one, I will double the money behind it. <laughs> but you don't have to go to number one. You can stay at three and collect orders behind three. But if, if the money is behind one and you do switch to one, I will double the money behind it and make it $40. Dude, Bones is so good at this because you don't know which way he's doing it. He's messing with you somehow. You think? You think, yeah. Eddie, you think that's what he's doing? Yeah. No way. I'd have never guessed. Uh-huh. But you don't know which way he's messing with you. I know. No, that's why I don't like it, man. That's why I don't like If you want to go to one and it is one, I'll double the money. If you want to stay at three, we'll just open the door and see what's up. What would you do? Oh, he's getting you back. Probably go to one. Probably go to one? All right, then I'll go to three. You want to stay at three? He's yeah. going one. Let me give you one more opportunity here. I will double the double. I will go $80 now if you go to one. Otherwise, we're done. We're checking it out. I'll give you $80. I'll double the double if you go to one. Dang. I've never heard of double the double. Me I've either. Just made it up. I've never heard double the double That's either. That's a big deal. That's eighty dollars. <laughs> that mean I missed a hundred last time. I'd get eighty this time, so I'd be down twenty. Double the double. Ah, screw it. I'll do a hundred. If you go to one. Oh my gosh. I think I have a hundred. If you go to one and it's there, I'll give you the hundred bucks. You know, what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking about the mathematical equation. Go ahead. That it's better, like when you're on Let's Make a Deal, to not stick with the same door because you've only had one door out of four doors. So here, if I switch, I've had two-thirds of the doors. 
Right? Isn't that the mathematical equation that they have online that you tell you to know? No, I didn't. The analytics? No, I didn't. Yeah. Do you want to go to one? It's all psychology, dude. Or do you want to stay at three? Last time I'm going to ask you. You got 100 bucks up here that you didn't hit last time. Yeah, 100 bucks, man. I can't pass up 100 bucks. Give me door number one. All right, he has chosen door number one. Yeah! I got $100 back, baby! Let's see, let's see. Give me 100 bones! Let me slowly open the door here. Oh, gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. Well, look, look, look. What is that? Look what I see. No. No. Number three, as you can see, written down here, had the money. And there it is. You should have known that. He was offering more money for nothing. <laughs> he was trying to get you to go to one, dude, and you bit. <laughs> All right, let's play this. Okay, 120 bucks. Yeah. All right, thank you. Lunchbox is now lost 120 bucks in this game. <laughs> We're going to do drone deliveries for medications if you buy them from Amazon. That's cool. And eventually, this is going to be something that works. But at the beginning, there are going to be issues. Here's what I'm thinking. Blue pills for everybody, and they're all like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, but like, are people, you know, sophisticated drug hacker type people are going to know what drones are carrying what and they're going to intercept it and get the drugs. Oh, yeah. Or they're just going to knock drones out getting any drugs. Possibly, I would think that <laughs> drone pirates to intercept. Yeah. <laughs> See? Oh, they'll no. just shoot them down, dude. All right. We're in trouble. Problem. <laughs> Although, I would think it'd be tough because they're going to land it right at your porch. So they'd have to come to your porch. They'd have to follow the drone come to the porch. No, you're missing the point, man. They shoot the drone, the drone from the sky. If they're gonna shoot with a gun, okay, go for it. Yeah, they're gonna they get caught. A, a you can't be a web. A you can't web. No, they have their yeah. own drone. They're gonna throw a net over it. You yeah. can't yeah. go it that high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. They have their they're own drone. They're doing drone dog fights in the air like Top Gun. <laughs> I just feel like this is the future. Okay, th no, that wasn't oh, my point. Bottle of the point was the they're drone. just gonna drop medication in the wrong house, and yeah. you guys are all the, oh. playing Galaga now on, with drones. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so they're doing this. The company said Wednesday that customers in College Station, Texas, can now get prescriptions delivered by a drone within an hour of placing their order. That's wow. awesome. That is an cool. An hour? Gosh, that's fast, too. And you have to think, too, of the smaller positive ramifications of traffic. Now, again, it's not a major contributor, but just if they just start doing this where people don't have to go get stuff and they're just dropping it off, it's just less people on the road at times. Mm. Less, less clutter. Yeah, mm. sick people don't have to go into the store spreading their germs because their medicine will come to them. That's true. That's mm. pretty cool. Amazon's not the first company to explore prescription by drone. CVS tested in 2019. Oh, but that program so well. has ended. Didn't work. Uh -oh. It says drone pirates. Yeah, like, see? Exactly. Oh, no. I told you guys. Dang. All right. That's that's from the AP. I do like that, though. I wish they would do like Uber Eats or DoorDash via drone. Then they, I know that drone ain't eating my fries. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have to worry about that with that's people. That's right. I do. Unless drone pirates are yes. getting them to eat my fries. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So micro breaks in the workday may prevent burnout. Sounds like what a, this is a smoke break without smoking. Mm. Yeah. I was always jealous of smoke breakers. Some of my jobs, they would get like 15 minutes and I get nothing. But I had a guy that I worked with that would go down there with the smokers. And I don't want do to be with the smokers. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. like he wouldn't hang out and breathe the smoke, but he would just hang out for a little bit and then go back to work. But I don't think that's enhancing uh, your health. Obviously, we know that now. But well, what are those? What do you do on that one? Eat broccoli? No, <laughs> you just take short, frequent breaks. Like maybe you go on a little walk, or some offices I hate walks. now have. I hate walks. You can walk around. The, even I hate if it's walks just in around general. the you building. Hate, you hate breaks too. That's true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I can't get as much done if I'm taking a break. Yeah, but, have you because ever here's the thing. Taking one. 
Yeah, I have. Hmm. Tell me about it. 1997. Um, <laughs> here's the thing about breaks. I don't like taking them because I like to get done with everything and then have one big old break. It's the Lucky Charms life I live. Where when I ate Lucky Charms, I ate all the oats first, ate all the marshmallows second. No breaks. Let's push through, get everything done, and then we get a longer extended period because in some of those breaks, you're just dreading going back to work anyway. Have you ever experienced burnout? Experience? I live it. Okay. That's my this, is, this, this is to help prevent burnout. I love burnout. It means I'm burning. Okay. <laughs> it means I'm hot, baby. Okay, this story is not for you. It's for most people that maybe throughout their day, if they're feeling a certain way, maybe just get up from your desk, go take a five-minute walk, go do a five-minute meditation or something, maybe even journal for a little bit. That can be a micro If I start journaling at work... <laughs> Guys, I need a second. <laughs> I need to journal my thoughts. Journal break. <laughs> hey, things are going to spit real quick around here if I'm journaling during break. Yeah. Whatever. It could be I hear what journaling you're your goals. I'm not the guy for this story, but I hear you. Clearly. Yes. Uh, Costco is selling an enormous Thanksgiving dinner meal kit. And this has literally everything that you would not need. Not literally. No, Most. I think it literally. No, no let's literally just okay. Does. Let's just see. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, it's dinner for eight. Go ahead. Literal. Okay, <laughs> it comes with a five-pound turkey, uh, yeah. stuffing, mashed potatoes, turkey gravy, mac and cheese, sweet corn, green beans, dinner rolls, cranberry relish, apple pie, pumpkin pie, and all for one ninety-nine ninety-nine. That's a good price for that. Forks and spoons. Bowls, plates? Doesn't say that. Exactly. Literally not everything. <laughs> wow. Or the dinner part. Like the A microwave eating. to heat it up? Yeah, no. Literally not everything. But, Amy, but, but uh, figuratively The house, everything. the family? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Loved ones? Seats. Okay, whatever. Uh, A cornucopia <laughs> on the table? Okay. Oh. okay, yeah, seven others. Football on the screen? Okay. The parade? Ooh. Exactly. He is nailing well, you. That does feel good, though. I like that. that, that for that home, if you can get that, that's pretty good. That is cool. Uh, but it's not literally everything. You're right. Go ahead. I, I use that word just in, inappropriately. I'm sorry. It's okay. I accept okay. your apology. You did, not, <laughs> you did not deserve me to do that to you just then, but uh, it's fine. I, I share this just in case anybody's interested. Orders have to be placed by November 5th. So just, you know, mark it down so you remember to do it if you want one of these kits. And then they'll be delivered to you between November 8th and 17th. Do you just guess when they're going to show up? Well, it'll, you, yeah, it'll just come and then you put it in the freezer, I presume. <laughs> huh. And then it's got yes. instructions. It's going to be there November 8th to the 20-something? Yeah, that's, that's a long time. Be a long time. I'm going to eat it. I'm just saying I'm going to end up eating it in the middle of the night. <laughs> you snack, nothing you for be snacking. And they're like, where's the dressing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what else? Dolly Barton was asked to name the weirdest thing a fan has ever asked her to sign. And, well, a yes, wiener. A wiener. it's pretty weird. And, and, sh- and she did it. Their butt, oh, and then close. they got it tattooed. So then they sit on me all the time. That's funny. She's so funny. She is funny, yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> like me, though. She's psychotic in, you, in the mean? most beautiful way. She does not stop. I can tell when I talk to her. She's like, I you do this, I do this, I go to this. I was like, how do you balance? I did an interview with her for my comedy special coming out. I was like, how do you balance like marriage and business because you balance it by getting somebody that understands what you have to do and you have to do it all the time and i'm like oh Whoa. this is awesome oh man i bet she takes micro breaks i bet she doesn't i bet she probably takes a break at the end she sleeps in her makeup so if there's a yeah. house fire she wakes she up she looks good oh yeah she said the only reason <laughs> that's exactly it she wakes um, up with the makeup on she's like because i gotta do an interview she, she said the only reason that she'd be seen in public with no makeup would be death well, if she died, I'm going to make sure that I'm there to make sure she has makeup on. I'll say that right now. Okay, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Teenager 
normally healthy, meaning there were no signs was coming, uh, had a stroke. And the family dog, Axel, was responsible for getting the people to come and save him. Lassie. Oh, yeah. That's who oh, does yeah. that crap. Yeah, yeah, Timmy's in the well. Where's <laughs> <It was> Lassie? <laughs> Dang, I thought about Lassie in a long time. Uh, early one Saturday morning, Axel, a one-year-old border collie, which those dogs are so smart. That's Lassie. Yeah, I saw one win Jeopardy last week. What? A border collie. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. The only dog to ever be humans. It's cool. <laughs> uh, so the, the dog woke up, started barking, went to the parents' room, started barking, would not stop. And they're like, all right, something's up because the dog's going crazy. Maybe something's wrong with him. So then he just took off running and he runs to the kid who's 17 years old. And the kid, by the way, he's not passed out, but he's like slurring his speech and he couldn't move his right side. The dog is the one who recognized this. Wow. And so they got him, went to the hospital and they were like, yo, dude, you had a tear in an artery that supplies blood to the brain. And so that's what led to the stroke. But again, had he not gotten there in the next 30, 45 minutes, hour or so, it, it really could have been much worse. He's going to be fine now, it looks like. He's going to be able to play sports again and everything. But had the dog not been like, ah, la, 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 like, kid, who knows what would happen? Axel. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Amazing. Well, the weird thing was they said Axel was reading medical journals the day before. So they oh, knew yeah, he probably yeah. had the knowledge to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Axel Hauser. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's it. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 